It wouldn't matter to me if you did do violence on somebody. I ain't scared of shit. some content we're making a podcast folks we are making a podcast that's exciting it's very difficult to do it's very difficult to do it's hard to continue talking it's hard to keep ideas a flow of thought it's not easy for everybody you know and I get that I get that I have my ups and downs I have my wins and losses but more importantly, I've yet to get to a point where I have to describe personal details about my day-to-day life, right? We haven't had to get there, folks, and I'm okay with that. We don't need to, all right? Let's keep it at arm's reach, all right? I'm here to entertain, or you use my stuff to somehow entertain yourself whereas I'm not the actual entertainment but somehow I still am you know what I mean somehow still am Uh, but nonetheless you got people these days specifically comedians revealing on podcast after podcast after podcast just grim details about themselves (laughs) and I just want to know why I'm very confused by this I don't get the necessity, you know? But then then you got to go and hear, hear people make the argument, oh, well, fucking, you know, we respond well to struggle. I can understand you better. I can sympathize. I can empathize with you because of the struggle. That makes you seem more human, right? A comedian goes up there and complains about his home life with his kids and his wife, and all of a sudden we're best friends? I get you now. I get you now. But real realistically, folks, that's not the case. That's not the case. When you start revealing personal details, whether it's on your blog, your YouTube channel, your fucking podcast, whatever it may be, people will find a way to use it against you or acknowledge how ridiculous it is that that's your behavior. And I feel like I'm sort of in that position now, and I'm not perfect by all means, but there's certain things that I feel to be very common knowledge. Very common knowledge and inexcusable to not put into procedure, okay? Put into routine, right? Like wiping your ass, okay? Wiping your ass is the quintessential, you know, uh, example of this, right? We all got taught how to wipe our ass at a very young age, and then we just stuck with it, you know? We fucking stuck with it. And there's been many points in all of our lives where we realized the benefits to wiping our ass, right? 
We're like, hey, man, I get to keep all the shit out of my underwear. Laundry's a little bit easier to do. I'm not the smelly guy. There's a lot of reasons why we keep wiping our ass on a day-to-day -day basis. It's gotten so advanced to this point where you're getting water shot up into your hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how important it is. And that's how it's, it's so important that they've made it easier. Okay? For all those people out there that, that have that blue fucking box outside their house for recycling, get you a bidet and spray your booty hole if you're so worried about wasting toilet paper that's going down the drain anyways. Otherwise, I don't know what your excuse is for not just remaining hygienic to a certain degree. I get it when you're fucking under the age of 10 years old, okay? Because you haven't been taught, or if you have been taught, you're not good at it. So it's rare. You can still be the stinky kid. But by the time you're in middle school, high school, a grown adult, there's certain things that we all are aware of that should be taken care of on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's inexcusable at this point to not do so. And I bring all this up. I'm, a very, I'm very much a setup guy. I like to set these things up before we get into them because I talked about it on the live. Okay, If you're not, if you're not aware, I go live on YouTube periodically throughout the week. Sometimes on the weekend, I don't have a time. I don't have a specific day, folks. It's just whenever I feel it. Whenever I feel it. And I go off over there, folks, in real time. And I play clips. I do all kinds of fun stuff. We have a good time. It's a very chill, chill zone. <laughs> it's a very chill zone. I don't know. People like the vibes. They come. They hang out. We got a lot of regulars. But if you're a regular listener of this podcast, and I know you are, Get over there to Great Job Awesome on YouTube. Subscribe. Join the lives. Join the conversation. It is worth it. I wouldn't bring it up otherwise. Eh, you know, maybe I would. Who knows? But on this live, I'm not going to waste this material either. But during the live, I went ahead because I had listened to the, po the podcast uh, Taste Buds. Okay? And that podcast is currently hosted by Sal Volcano and Joe DeRosa. And it's not so much what this podcast is about that's important that brings me all of this setup it's essentially what happened when they had a special guest okay and i've said this before specifically about brendan shop okay when he's in control he's less likely to make a mistake okay why do you think i'm not guesting on anybody's show i gotta be in control so i don't make a mistake that's right folks but the reality is that it's true, okay? You're going to slip up. You're going to say dumb shit. You're not in control of what gets released. So when you see Brendan Schaub on a Howie Mandel podcast, a Joe Rogan podcast, you have a way better chance at finding some stupid shit that this guy has said or believes or whatever and clip it that way. It's a lot harder to find it on his actual show, The Fighter and the Kid. Or It's not that hard, but it is harder, okay? Take him out of their element. Take them out of their, their feeling of comfort and see how they perform then. And that's where you get these, you know, details, I guess, that nobody was asking for. Like, I could have went the rest of my life without ever knowing this. But now that I know it, it makes it a lot harder to be a fan. So a little more setup here. The live previously to the one that I did where I talked about this comedian on Taste Buds. 
I was talking about Bobby Kelly and Sean Patton describing how it's so hard for them to sell tickets because of all these TikTokers. Because apparently there's a lot of TikTok people getting famous on TikTok and then going and performing at theaters and clubs. Okay? And of course I gave that a lot of shit because I don't fucking believe it. I don't believe it. I have yet to see anything online that says something about some random TikToker performing at a theater. What the fuck is your act? You know? What's your act? You make funny dance videos on TikTok so all of a sudden you can sell out a theater or a club <laughs> with whatever you're doing on TikTok doesn't make sense. But then today I'm watching Bean Ian with Jordan and Jordan herself talks about these two TikTok people who got popular on TikTok and they are now performing at clubs and theaters and shit. So I'm like, okay, perhaps I'm wrong. But if Jordan is friends with these people, that means they are they were already intended on being a comedian, a stand-up comedian. So that's not the same competition. All you're saying, being Bobby Kelly, is that, hey, these younger people who are a little bit ahead of the curve somehow are selling out more than me who's been doing this for 30 years, right? So sure, maybe there are some TikTokers out there selling out clubs and theaters, but their, their intended goal is to be a comedian. They're, they're not selling out clubs and theaters doing fucking Jabberwocky dances, okay? That's just not happening. Unbelievable. So, of course, I'm already on this tear believing that most comedians, not only are they children, but they're stunted. Okay, so we see these grown adults that have this will, <laughs> necessity, to go perform on stage in front of a crowd. Alright? And what is that? That's control. Okay? Which is, uh, it's a part of narcissism. So, all these comedians who think that they can perform the best on a stage in front of a crowd without anybody else behind them, next to them, with an instrument, anything like that. Sounds like narcissism to me. And then they want to claim to be these great people. Hey, I'm this awesome person. I got these kids. I got this wife. I'm living this great life. I'm making money. I'm doing sets. I'm doing a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Only do you end up finding out sort of by accident. You're not even you're not at an age to be a parent. You don't take care of yourself well enough to be taking care of kids. I mean, think about it. Most comedians wouldn't make it to their gigs. They wouldn't have tour dates if it wasn't for their agent slash manager slash mom. Right? Your agent and your manager and shit is your mommy and daddy once you're in that career. For sure, they tell you when to wake up, they tell you when your flight is, they tell you how to get there, what hotel room you're staying in, where the club is, all this shit. They hold your hand through the whole fucking experience. <laughs> so I think we can all acknowledge the most talented thing that these people actually have is the willingness to put themselves in that position. And yet they, they can't live an actual life. Most of them are... are, are perpetually single with nothing in the future okay and you're in your 40s and then I go and find this shit out okay so on taste buds they had the guest Mark Norman great I'm gonna check it out I'm gonna watch it I like all three of those guys 
And the first 12 minutes of the podcast is really the only thing you need to listen to to understand what I'm talking about. Because apparently this podcast was recorded the day after the 4th of July. And Joe and Mark had hung out on the 4th of July. So DeRosa proceeds to bring up the fact that him and Mark Norman are wearing the same shirt that they wore yesterday. Fine. Fine. I'm not going to give you shit for that. Not as much. Because I can, I can understand it. What I can understand, though, is that you were outside. You were around fireworks. You were boozing. And you think, I can wear that shirt again. Dude, if my clothes go outside, I wear new clothes the next day. Period. If they go outside, they got to be changed. Things have got on them that I'm not even aware of. Okay? And yet these comedians who also are on testosterone, they're fucking, you know, they're getting all their clothes from Lululemon, they're getting all this merch from all these different people, they're not really buying their own clothes, and yet somehow they try to talk to us about fashion. They try to make us care about shoes. Right? Oh, you're, you must be hilarious because you have the latest Jordans on. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Oh, you have a, you have a great button-up shirt on and some cool tattoos. You must be hilarious. <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to believe now? Oh, you're super buff, but five foot five and bald. You you should be really funny, right? That doesn't add up. None of those things add up. All right, it's like being a fucking seven foot five guy and thinking for some reason he can he's a good hider. <laughs> you know what I mean? He can hide well. The quality do, it doesn't make sense. You're just trying to make us believe it. So within the first 12 minutes, they talk about wearing the same shirt. And for some reason, again, I think it's because Norman is running out of material. He proceeds to tell Joe, I'll do you one better. Not only did I wear the same shirt again, I took a shower. So this grown married man in his 40s is taking a shower. And putting on the same fucking shirt again. It gets worse. It gets so much worse. Because of course, Sal, you know, being the heavier one out of the three, is basically the only one who finds any of this odd. So he's investigating. He's questioning Mark. What's up with his behavior? And Mark goes... I don't know, somehow Sal had brought up socks and Mark was like, you don't want to go there. But as he's telling him about the shirt, he's like, oh, I also flip them. I also flip them. And all I'm thinking is, what the fuck does that mean? What do you flip? But he tells us. He shares it with the world because that's what you do. That's what you got to do. Because he's a comedian, most of the idiots out there will be like, he's just joking. (laughs) He's just joking. He's saying a joke. That's a funny joke. It's funny to be the gross guy. But then you're like, why does he dress like that? Why does he not wear headphones on his fucking top of his head? You know what I mean? This guy is, is so obsessed with not looking bad, but yet he reveals all this information. 
I wear the same shirt after a shower, after a 4th of July party. Which again, if you saw the guy the day before, knew he was coming on your podcast, I would feel disrespected if I saw him in the same fucking outfit. Like, you don't care enough to even wear another shirt, dude. You don't take this seriously. And again, it is podcasting, but what kind of friend are you? You know? All these guys that claim to be friends, we're friends. You're, you're going to let your friend wear the same shirt and be filmed? Disgusting. But on to the flipping thing. Mark says he flips them. And of course, Sal is curious, wants to know, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's talking about his underwear. That's right. His fucking underwear, dude. Now this goes back to wiping our own asses. How did this become a part of your day today? Because it's wrong. It's not subjectively wrong. It is fucking wrong. Nobody does that unless you're living in the fucking wilderness. Okay? Nobody does that and then also tries to convince us that he's he's a, an attractive guy. He's a ladies' man. Because imagine all these women that Mark has allegedly slept with and they had to fucking peel his underwear off, dude. And which... What, oh my God! Which side were you getting when he took when he, you took his pants off? Chances are, Mark Norman is the type of guy that goes in the bathroom and gets ready to have sex like a lady. You know, he's got to go freshen up because it does get worse. He flips his own fucking underwear, wears them again. That's some shit you would hear in a movie as a fucking joke. I've never met anybody that does that in real life, ever. I'm not saying it's not common, but it's so goddamn uncommon that it sh it doesn't sound like a real thing. Especially when somebody goes out of their way to tell you that's what he does. Because it's not funny. That's what I that's the part that I can argue right there for anybody who thinks that he's saying it just because he's a comedian. That's not funny though. Bert Kreischer talking about showering in his in his pool and never brushing his teeth is not funny. It, it's no different than a female going up on stage and talking about her period. Why do you think we say women aren't funny? Because that shit, it's not funny. Okay? Farting, fine. Shit, poop, can kind of be funny. But you gotta do it right. But when you find out that you're living like a fucking animal on a day-to-day -day basis because for some reason your parents weren't good enough to teach you now we have to accept it? No, dude, just fix it. Stop fucking doing it. Stop doing it. It's inexcusable to flip your goddamn underwear and wear them again. Because then Mark goes and proceeds to tell everybody he only has three pairs of pants, folks. So not only do you have three pairs of pants, guaranteed those three pairs of pants are colored on the inside okay 100% because that's what Sal had to explain to this grown man you do realize sure to, to your brain it seems like these are clean underwear because 
you flipped them, I can wear them again. But what you're not realizing is all that stink, all that gook, all that juice <laughs> is now going on the inside of your pants. Which to me just tells me you're fucking dumb. You're stupid. If you, if that doesn't click in your goddamn head, you need a handler. You need a mommy and daddy for the rest of your life. Okay? Period. I would imagine that there's, I would almost guarantee it, most of these comedians wouldn't have the career they had, and I'm talking all the way up to Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, Sebastian Maniscalco, they wouldn't have these type of careers if they didn't have a mommy and daddy 24 hours a day. Even if, they, if they're not the real parents, they got a mommy and daddy of some kind. They have a person that controls their life. They have a person that makes sure that they wake up on time. They get to these places. They do these extra interviews. They sell their tickets. That's your mommy and daddy. You got to have your hand held for the rest of your life because of a career path that you chose. You chose to do this. Because how many people have been, been told you're funny? You should do comedy. You should be a comedian. Lots of us. Lots of us. And yet, there's a thousand comedians in the world. There's a thousand working stand-up comedians. Yet, so many other people that are funnier. Doesn't add up, does it? Doesn't really add up. And then you have to think about the fact that Mark Norman has fans that want to start comedy because of him. They, they've been inspired by Mark Norman. To the point that Mark Norman can now teach a class. And he does. Join his Patreon. Check out that fucking class. Get you some fucking catchphrases like a robot. Okay? Because that's all Mark does. I don't know how he made it to Netflix. But of course, he's, he's making these rounds, promoting his Netflix shit, while talking on a food show about being disgusting. Because he, he, he actually, he lets Joe DeRosa smell his shoes because he does the same thing with his socks. He wears his socks over and over again, not realizing that those stinky-ass socks, or even fresh, brand-new socks, are going into a stinky shoe, resulting in forever stinkiness. How dumb are you? How absolutely dumb are you? Or lazy. Because what you're doing though, by being, if you want to consider it being lazy, it goes beyond just not doing the action. But being dumb can give you an excuse. Oh, I'm just dumb to the situation. I don't realize that this is bad. Now that I do, I'm going to make changes. But if you're lazy, you're just going to keep doing it. If you're dumb, you might try to make the change and not make the change and still keep doing it. But I feel like if you're lazy, you're going to it might go beyond even what he revealed. It might go beyond flipping his underwear, dude. He might have five shirts in his closet. Never, never has soap in his shower. Right. Maybe that's why he put the shirt right back on after the shower, because it's not even a real shower in the first place. He might as well be splashing water on his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I what I'm really getting at here is. Of course, this is psycho behavior. Because the average person knows this. I don't care what your financial situation is. You could be a homeless motherfucker, and the one thing that you would beg for is a shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you need? A dollar twenty-five to go jump in the fucking car wash? Let's do it. 
But then you got these guys selling a special to Netflix, doubling up their time of underwear usage. Why? How fucking busy are you? How busy are you? Are you really writing jokes that often? Because he did also say that he had sex that day. So his wife and him banged the day that he wore the same shirt. Hopefully it was on a good flip day. The regular flip, you know what I mean? Where they're just normal. If you're going to bang Mark Norman, you got to do it on a normal flip day. You, you can't do it on the opposite flip day. It's going to be bad regardless. Even if he comes in completely naked, he's going to be trailed by a fucking green cloud. But the last thing I'll say here is he's been with this girl for seven years, his wife. And he proceeded to tell DeRosa and Sal that he backs out of the room after they have sex. Because he doesn't want her to see his ass. <laughs> what kind of shit is that, dude? Mark Norman is not... He's not well. There is something wrong with that guy. Through and through. Through and through. I mean, he says the same 25 things on every podcast. He literally has catchphrases. He talks like a fucking robot. I mean, you can't sit here and make an argument that the, guy, that the guy's actually a human being. Nothing about him seems human whatsoever. That's alien behavior. Flipping your fucking underwear, wearing the same socks multiple days in a row. I don't get it. But it does make more sense about how often he talks about how bad his parents were. It sounds like he was the problem. <laughs> it sounds like you're the problem, Norman. Not your parents. They tried their best. I mean, imagine if you were his parents and you just happened to catch this episode that he was on and he's talking about being a 40-year-old married man who flips his underwear still. Because I get it if that was something you did as a kid. Right? We've all had to hide away pissy pants before or pissy sheets at one point. As a kid. But as a grown adult person... You can fix that. All of it. You hang out with enough normal people, I would say, that it should just catch on. Like, when I, when, I, when I see the top of your underwear line, when you bend over and it says Hanes backwards, we gotta talk, dude. <laughs> What's going on? But, I mean, imagine Burt Kreischer. He doesn't even wear fucking underwear, and that's somehow supposed to be cool? Like, remember when not wearing underwear was a sexy thing? It's so funny how quickly these funny people can ruin that shit. They can ruin it. I've never once thought men not wearing underwear was a sexy thing. Okay? Because there's too much going on. Too much going on down there. Too many loose hairs. There's fibers. Like, like I said earlier, juices. You gotta, you gotta keep that thing wrapped up. But, I mean, when you think about women, they get down to a thong or a G-string. You're basically not wearing anything in the first place. But, you know, let's all be human. That's what it boils down to. Let's be human. Let's just do the thing because it makes the most sense. That makes sense, folks. Wearing underwear makes sense. Putting on deodorant, brushing your teeth, taking a shower makes sense, dude. <laughs> We're not fucking cavemen. 
We don't live in the wilderness. You're not on an episode of Alone. Wash your ass. Because none of that's funny. Look at William Montgomery. Seemingly one of the most disgusting comedians working. Looks gross. But I bet he showers daily. I bet he brushes his teeth. I bet he changes his underwear every day. But hey. How would I know? And that's why there's no real reason for me to know this about Mark Norman. Only people that are close to him should know that. You know, that's a story you share off of a podcast. You don't go onto a mic with cameras and, and reveal this information and expect to not be exposed. So what we've decided is, any of you guys that are fans of Norman, you know who he is even, he reads all the comments. He reads all of them. So, I think we should start saying some things in the comments, calling him Shart Norman, you know, Fart Norman. Anything related to him having shit on his person most of the time. Because there's no fucking way you don't. There's no way. If you can sit on a toilet and take a shit and somehow shit particles can still splatter six feet, Mark Norman is steadily covered in feces. Make it known. Make it known. Make it known to him that everybody knows. I want him to get so worried about this that he wants that epi- he wants the whole episode taken down. Because it's not funny. It's not good. It's not going to help your career. I mean, who who are you trying to make what's your demographic? Homeless people? People living in shelters? You know, what, what's your demographic on Netflix? What people are going to watch this shit that need to know you flip your goddamn underwear? Nobody. And I guess if you think it's funny, well, you're fucking worse off. You're worse off than the guy flipping his underwear. If you think that shit's funny, it is kind of funny, but not like he's being funny. Does that make sense? Like, it's funny because how dumb you look. <laughs> with this behavior but it's also like sad you know unfortunate but anyways that's my episode for today guys check out the patreon check out the fucking youtube uh that dude with ears on youtube and instagram as well if you want to hear the metal vocals uh probably got some new projects in the works we will see um but until next time you're beautiful when i am dead and have passed on to the next world. I want you to kiss my hairy buttock!
in the hell was that all about? <laughs>